This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 125, Is It All Right? is the fifth track on Balance of Power. And in a 1986 issue of Soundcheck, Jeff Lynne said, Is it all right concerns what happens when a relationship ends and someone checks up on how the other person is getting on. You know, a few months later, or a couple of years later, or whatever. It's just really a story of people splitting up and living far away from each other, carrying on with their lives, but wanting to know how the other is getting on. From the 1996 book Unexpected Messages, written by Patrick Gutenbacher, Mark Haynes, and Alexander von Petersdorf, Jeff always denied any personal influences. It's all fictional stuff, as he said once, but in one case he was proved wrong. It's undeniable that Sandy, Jeff Lynn's ex-wife, was addressed as Joe in the song, Is It All Right? How's it going? Who wants to know? Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. Is it all right? Well, the spelling of all right is not all right. It should be A-L-L with a space R-I-G-H-T. It's rock and roll, man. You can spell anything any way you want. Just ask Slade. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I used to get after people for that spelling of all right all the time, but these days that spelling seems to be all right. <laughs> I guess it's now accepted. A lot gets on a my nerves. A lot is still two words. Yes, a lot gets on my nerves. Two words, not one. There's no such thing as a lot. It's a lot. Right. I had a uh, friend who made up, uh, well, I don't know if he made it up, but he sent it to me one time. It was basically, I like this a lot, and they made a creature out of the a lot. <laughs> So make the point of a lot is this cute little creature. A lot <laughs> is proper grammar. Grammar lessons when Jeff Lynn spells something wrong. This is the stuff you only get on the expanded episodes. Exactly. Yeah. But as for the song, it's also all right. In fact, I think it's a little bit more than all right. I actually like the fact that it, it sounded like Mike Campbell on guitar, to tell you the truth, hmm. at the very beginning. <laughs> I know that's Jeff Lynn on the guitar, but it's not like Mike Campbell, the way he was playing it. So I don't know if he already had some association with Petty. I mean, this is only about three years from doing the Full Moon Fever album. Only a couple years from doing Traveling Wilburys. So there may have been some influence there. But yeah, it starts out sounding like one of the Jeff Lynn produced Tom Petty records and, and then goes into the more 80s pop. But it's the 80s pop I like. It doesn't sound as hollow as the last thing did. The secret, whatever. Lives. It uh, should have been kept a secret. <laughs> um, 
but it doesn't have that hollow sound to it. I should say there was an 80s band called Real Life. Mm, right, yes. And they had a couple minor hits here in the U.S. I believe they were bigger in Australia where they came from. But this reminds me of Real Life a little bit. I mean, at least the chorus does. Where you do have that nice frothy 80s sound, but there's still enough art in there to ground it to where you're going, Huh, well, okay. I'll let my little um, hipster idea of music sit for the moment while I just sit back and enjoy listening to this. Send me an angel. Send me And it's obvious also that even though Jet Records was no more, that still no one with any mind was figuring out how to release singles off of this album. I mean, Calling America, yes, that's that's an obvious, but this should have been a follow-up to Calling America. And maybe the album would have done a little bit better. I don't like the song. I never liked it. I never liked it so much that when I converted all my CDs to MP3s back in 20-05, I left this one out. Since everything has been in boxes for the last three or four years, I can't get to the CD and rip it, so I had to uh, record it off of Spotify to use it in this episode. The rhythm section with the bass and the drum, it, just the way it hits my ear, it sounds like an underinflated basketball banging against a screen door. The melody is... It's like Jeff lands on this one note or one plane of music and just rides that bland melody out through the song and then it hits the chorus the chorus is fantastic i love the chorus it's great i you know if this chorus was in a song where the verses had more of a melody to them then this would have been like a to me anyway such an incredible fantastic great song I know it was 1986, and the thing to do back in 1986 was to just strip away everything that is not electronically based in some sort of synth keyboard. So that's why just about everything that was a pop music at the time had, I don't know, I think even back then, it sounded cheesy synthy to me. I know it's easy to say, oh god, it's, it's so cheesy, so fake. 30 or 10 or 40 years later where yeah wow that sounds dated 1986 um oh the point i was making here is that the little musical accents in the chorus it would have been so much better if it had been actual strings and not synth strings behind it actually i think the song could have been better five, ten years earlier, where everything wasn't just, I don't know, it just all sounds like a hit the demonstration button on a Casio keyboard and pushed record. So is it all right? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't like the verses, the bulk of the song, but I freaking love the chorus. Yeah, I didn't mind the verses. I mean, the chorus is the highlight of this. Mm -hmm. No, I was just glad that it didn't have that 80s bass in there. It's actually bass instead of where they've got it tuned so high that they try to add something that you would hear in funk music and something that's not funky. Then they just make it stanky. (laughs) But no, I I know he's going on about some woman named Joe. Yes, yes. Joe, air quotes over the microphone. Yeah, J-O. Yeah. Then I started reading stuff. At first I didn't know it was a relationship song. (laughs) 
Because really? uh, how's it going, Joe? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to meet my old lady. He's going to meet his um, ex, who um, I don't believe was named Joe. No, that's what I thought when I first heard this song, when I got the album in January 86, and uh, my first listen. This sounds like Jeff is talking to somebody he's divorced. Is Jeff divorced? Did him and his wife split? It was 1986, and you, you never saw news stories about ELO, really, after 83. I mean, if they had an album out, you'd see something in it, but it really wasn't much press about ELO in the 80s. So it's not like when someone gets divorced, it's splashed all over the internet. We didn't have the internet in 86. The military did. The rest of us did not. So there was no web pages in Facebook. But yeah, when I heard it, I was like, Joe, okay, sure. Was that your wife's name? Or are you using Joe as a name for your wife? Because this really sounds like you're asking your wife, who I'm going to guess you split with, how's life now that we've gone our separate ways? Fantastic! <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah, those are questions you never really want to ask an ex. <laughs> Unless your ego is getting way too high up there and you just know you need to have it knocked down. <laughs> so how's life without me, babe? Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. He doesn't call me babe. and uh... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't drink from the milk carton. He doesn't snore. He didn't record going down to Rio. And everything is badoinkle. <laughs> is it all right? Yeah. Well, I'm quite sure it is. But uh, I enjoyed the song a lot more than you did. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I know we got an entire second side coming here. Yes, we do. And I know from my experiences that when it comes to albums that people think are mediocre, I usually get through the first side going, hey, that wasn't that bad. And then I flip it over and I can't remember one single song <laughs> after listening to it. You know, it's going to have Calling America on the back. <laughs> Got something to say about Is It Alright? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now! It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Dear Joe, I don't know where to begin, so I'll just say... Dear Joe, is it so much better now you're on your own? Is it all right? You never believed in yourself. Is it all right? Hi, <laughs> well, everybody. Welcome to, well, welcome to me, Dono. And here's my little rant on is it all right? If you have survived through my ranch, you might have noticed I don't talk much about the lyrics. Because in reality, there's not much meat in them. There's a lot of imagination and structure, but for the deep meaning, you have to look to groups like Yes, satirical jabs like Zappa, and the WTFness like Captain Beefheart with David Bowie right behind. This tune, however, we'll have to take a look, closer look at just lyrics. There have been central characters in El Dorado and Time, but to put a name on him or her, that's pretty rare and it's worth looking into. Obviously, the main question here is, who is Joe? What's her deal? 
Why her poor choice in dates, much less poor choice in clubs? Or maybe it's the other way around. Why the singer is being passive-aggressive? Is he a stalker? Is he all right now that he got what he wanted? Could he done a better job at stalking than just writing letters? Or, and not get caught? Return addresses, you know, before emails? Maybe she did move on and this dizzy spell is all in his head. Okay, I'm reaching. If there's a track that deserves a 12-inch mix, it would have to be this one. Calling this son of the last train to London wouldn't be much of a stretch. Though the strings were done on a, I suppose, a digital keyboard, it does help hold everything together well. That elaborate sound trying to burst through despite the 80s compressed sheen. This is one track I do like and play often. And now for a thought from Troy. When I first heard Is It All Right, I thought, and I'm sure others probably thought this as well, that the song was a dialogue between two people who are on the verge of ending a relationship, like a romantic relationship or a marriage. But over time, I began to see it as a conversation between Jeff and one or more of the members of ELO specifically Beth Bevan, because at the time that this album was recorded, Jeff was contemplating ending the band, and the other band members knew it. But after listening to this album again, I now see this song as an inner dialogue within Jeff Lynn's mind. He is on the verge of closing a significant chapter in his life. He has been a part of ELO, and before that, the move, for almost 20 years. And now he's thinking about bringing it to an end. And as he's thinking about it, he begins to doubt himself, begins to second-guess himself, begins to have this inner dialogue. Is it all right? You never believed in yourself. Is it all right now that you're free? Does it help? Is it all right now that you've got what you want? This is what you wanted, man. You wanted the band to end, but why do you feel so bad about it? Why are you second-guessing yourself? Is it all right now that you're back where you belong? But are you really? And I think we've all been there. We've all reached those points in our life when we've had to end a relationship or we had no choice, the other person wanted to end it or we had to quit a job or just decided to quit a job that we thought was weighing us down. We had to leave our hometown to get a new start. And every time we face a major decision, I think an inner dialogue like this song goes on in our mind as we try to think what would be the best thing to do. But at some point you do have to make a decision and you do have to live with it. And Jeff did. ELO ended after Balance of Power, and he went on and had a career as a producer. He formed another band, the Traveling Wilburys, and tried to start a solo career before coming back to ELO. Oh, wow. Mmm, Troy White getting philosophical. Well, hey, it's what they pay me to do. This has been a thought from Troy. 
like it, hate it, what does Madeline think? I listen to Is It Alright? And I was going to tell you guys something. YOLO is going to go on forever until me Anyway, since I said that, so you know whenever yellow will end, yeah, and whenever we run out of Jeff Lynn, guess what I picked? I picked Weird Al Yankovic. Pretty good choice because he is pretty funny and all. So, all of you viewers right now, I want you guys to do this for me. I want all of you to give us a lot of likes. I'll really support this channel. Did you say what you think of the song? I don't think you did. Oh. I liked it. Love you guys. Bye. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, assorted deli meets amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623 3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 126, Sorrow About to Fall.